Hey, this is Tommy Wiseau. How are you guys doing? Greg is here. Hey, this is Greg, and you're listening to Upside Down Shock Radio. Yeah, be upside down. Don't worry about it. Hey, guys. This is Tom from Upside Down Shock Radio, joined as ever by my faithful ward, Craig. Hello. I am Craig. And joining us today is a very special guest. He is a YouTube creator, a musician, a lecturer, comic book writer, and a bothered brother. You may know him as Slomo Zovo, Past Bing, Future Bing, or simply just as Bing. Please welcome Mr. Christopher Bingham. Hello there. How's it going? It's going very well. It's going very well. It's uh, lovely to have you on the show. Um, lovely to be here. Apologies for my voice in advance. I, I spent a lot of time yesterday shouting. He thought he would put it for a robot modulator to interview us, you know, just so we yeah. just went with it. Yeah, I don't usually sound like this, <laughs> but um, it just, I th- the mood took me. Well, we, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. So mm. f- for those who are unfortunate enough not to know about you, uh, what would you like to introduce yourself? How would you like to introduce the world to Bing? Oh, that's always such a difficult, like it's hard enough introducing my name. <laughs> I, nowadays I say, hi, I'm Christopher but my friends call me Bing. Because if I say Bing, if I lead with Bing, it results in Ben, no Bing, Ben, Bing, <laughs> not Ben. Um, and then I have to tell them what I do. And what I do is a lot of things. Um, three days a week, I'm a lecturer. Three days a week, I'm a lecturer at a uh, university in London called Ravensbourne. I teach on the film course there. And when I'm not, when I'm not, at Ravensbourne teaching, I am making weird stuff on the internet. Um, most people know me as a comedian, but I also produce music and uh, I'm trying to get into voice acting lately. So uh, that's awesome. been taking up some of my time. So I know you were talking a little bit about uh, Monster Hunter. So uh, what what's the deal with that and of, of voice acting? It sounds like it's pretty brutal. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, something I've been working on. Um, I wrote a... Um, I wrote an animated sketch uh, based around Monster Hunter, which hopefully will be being produced soon, and I'm also voicing in it. Um, but more details on that are kind of under under wraps. Hot scoops. Now. Well, we'll uh, we'll uh, be uh, keep an eye out for that. So you've recently got back from New York. So uh, what did you get up to there? Oh, yeah. So I was in New York um, for a couple of weeks just visiting friends, mostly on holiday. But I also uh, helped my friend Whitney uh, Wittified uh, shoot a music video. She is in a band called Deer Ears. Um, and we go way back. I met her through YouTube. And then uh, she got really big on Vine. And she met these these other two people and started a band with them. And when time came, they're working on, I think, their third album now, and they, they wanted to put a music video together, and they wanted me to be in it, and I wanted to visit New York again, so it all kind of just lined up. Oh, yeah, it's a good excuse to uh, hit the Big Apple. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. You know what, though? New York, kind of not great. Oh, really? I've heard that. Yeah. I Every time I go, I like it less. Interesting. I, it's like grosser London. Hmm, it's just like a dirty gross. version of London. There's more people there on much less, you know, land. And there's just, you know, most areas. There's a couple places like South, like Soho and, and um, 
like west lower west side kind of areas there's there's nice pockets of it but then everywhere else is just kind of construction and trash in the streets and like rats the size of dogs stealing babies out of their prams i've heard about those dog rats yeah it's messed up it's it's really messed up but like i i don't would it kill them to fix a road you know i think you need to take that up with their president (laughs) maybe or the mayor at least hey, well, any president uh, reminds me of an ex-girlfriend every time you go there you just don't want to be there you less and less so we've all been there mm. i mean there now that you mention it there are at least two or three simpsons episodes specifically about how bad new york is so i sh- i suppose you just should have seen it coming but but uh, six simpsons they're always right exactly yeah they can predict the future or, or in that case i suppose the developing present just don't mention apu Oh, well, yeah, that is a, uh, a sore Hot subject. topic. But yeah. uh, now that you're back from the US, uh, you're heading straight back there in a couple of weeks for Playlist Live. Uh, I'm but... heading back there like Thursday. Uh, <laughs> like time of recording is like two days away. Yeah. The playlist is this weekend. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, I kind of came back. The, the timing was just kind of awkward and I had to come back for a week and a half and then go away again for Playlist. Um but I'm super excited to go. I haven't been in a couple of years, actually. And and I like the team. I like the people. And and I don't know if you guys have ever experienced a, um, one of those kind of fan convention uh, events. But the, the energy is something kind of special, I think. So I know that you've done a Summer in the City before. So what, what differentiates Playlist Live from, say, something more UK-based like Summer in the City? Well, okay, so Playlist Live is... Mm, Playlist Live feels slicker and bigger. It's okay. like a, a a bit more... I don't want to say legit or, or like professional because obviously Summer in the City is now a, a proper outfit. It's been bought by MCM. It's hmm. like a huge team of people work on it. But there's something there's something slightly more like glamorous about the American events. That I think maybe is maybe is a, a just a social thing between the two, you know, countries and communities. The UK community always feels a little bit more like DIY and down to earth, <laughs> whereas uh, America is always much more like um, showy and um, moneyed, you know. So, mm. and, and bear in mind, I've only ever been to these things as as like an exhibitor or, or a creator or a yeah. VIP. So. I don't know what it's like to attend Playlist Live as a, as just a, a punter, as a mm. viewer or a fan. But from the creator's point of view, Playlist always feels like, like it's a different world. Like it's, um, like the, there's the like weekend, two or three days where you just feel really like strangely special. And you're in this <laughs> like bizarre, unreal, um, like, world full of full of crazy upside down priorities and like famous people rolling around on hoverboards and they're 10 years old and they've got backwards caps and kids following them around and and you're like in there with them and like you're special too and it's (laughs) it's strange and i kind of feel like maybe it's how maybe it's how the ultra famous feel all the time you know, yeah. there's like this weird little pocket of unreality in that VIP room, you know, that is always, it's very strange, but it's kind of contagious. 
and it, okay. yeah, it's enjoyable in a in a weird kind of a way. Do you think it'd be too much if you were like a Kanye West? Well, I don't think I could ever reach that. But, uh, but like, say your dreams, right? You might. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, maybe if I if I yeah if I do everything literally the opposite to how I do it now, maybe <laughs> maybe I could reach some kind of stardom like that. But um, yeah, I think. I think I would enjoy it. I would find, you know, I think yeah, I, I'm the kind of person who's going to find something enjoyable about any, you know, experience, any kind of um, hmm. situation. I think it might get old to me personally, at least the kind of negative side of things. I see people that I see friends and colleagues and stuff at, the, at these events who are far more kind of um, sought after than I am. And, and, I see them getting swamped and I see them not able to kind of walk around, not able to take a break, not able to go, uh, you know, walk from one end of the expo hall to the other without getting accosted and slowed down and stopped. And, and that's, it's very frustrating to watch, let alone be involved in. I can imagine it's like a Pandora's box that's hard to open once it is out in the open. Yeah. But it's also uh, like, I've always been a bit of a, I've always been of the opinion that you kind of train your, you, in a way you kind of teach your audience how you want to be treated. If that makes sense, you're kind of Mm. sending out a lot of energy, whether you know it or not in the way that you hold yourself, the way that you present yourself, the way that you uh, put yourself out online. And some people project that energy that says like, Hey, come run at me, (laughs) run at me. Like you're a, like you're a rampage zombie. That's my favorite kind of zombie. Some people deliberately actually put that energy out because it's good for business. Yeah. Whereas when I, you know, even even at events where I have had tons and tons of people coming to meet me, something about the way I present myself or the content that I make or the way that I hold myself says to them, you know, chill, <laughs> be respectful. And they are. They like I have never had a bad interaction with a fan. I've never had a, a horrible kind of getting swamped or or getting like like being in a in danger or being feeling uncomfortable um it's always been very like nice Mm. so i'm lucky i guess i'm i'm lucky but i also think that that's a lot that a lot of that is to do with how you treat them yeah no that makes sense makes makes sense. sense it does uh so sticking with playlist live uh in your new york vlog uh you mentioned that people could meet you there and trade metal albums so the question is uh what albums would you like to trade oh my goodness <laughs> me let's talk about metal i do not get to talk about metal music enough. <laughs> you're I in the right place one friend one friend that i see sometimes who is into metal music and all the rest of my friends just Kate and Perry, know. is that is that what the rest of them listen to? Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah. They're listening to pop, or they're listening to R&B, or they're listening to rap, or they're listening to, like, middle-of-the-road dad rock. And, like, yes, I like all of those things in moderation. I'm actually a huge hip-hop and R&B fan as well, and I will talk your ear off about rappers too. But I, I'm starved for good metal recommendations, man. What are you listening to at the moment? Uh, okay, so lately I have been, it's a little out of date now. It's It's been out for 
over a year, I think, but I fell back in love with the self-titled Mongol Horde album. Oh, fantastic. That is Frank Turner's side project that he did. Um, he was like, hey, I'm sick of being top of the charts. I'm going to go back to my metal roots. And it is nasty and funny and gross, and I love it. Did you know that Natalie Portman's tapeworm had a funny and unexpected change of heart? Whatever I the lyric did. goes. I did a free republic of tapeworms. Indeed. I'm all about it. Yeah. And that last that last track, um, Hey Judas, is amazing. It's on my current kind of um, rotation at the moment. I'm listening to it a lot. Um, I'm also a big fan. It's not really metal, but I'm a huge fan of this guy called Adam Betts. He's okay. a drummer, and it's kind of more like drum techno, but because it because it's drum led, it's a lot more like. I think metal fans could really get into it. Interesting. Um, he he's like a one man band, and he sets up his kit and he does the. I saw him live, which is how I discovered him. He opened for another band, and um, he mixes real drum kit with uh, like sequences and 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 um, uh, pedals and and trigger boxes, and he just puts together these really like thrashy, nasty kind of techno soundscapes, and they're really really cool. That sounds sick. That sounds sick. Uh, yeah, well, I uh, was lucky enough to interview Frank Turner uh, a couple of months ago, and uh, he said that he'll be open for another collaboration with Jamie Lenman. I'm sure that you are oh. fully aware of Jamie oh Lenman. Yes. So they probably haven't. They probably haven't collaborated since what ladies of london town yeah um, it was, it's, it's either that or um deadly lethal um, oh deadly no yeah deadly lethal lethal is is more recent yeah so God. so uh as on a, although the only the, the thing i would say about that is it was probably my least favorite ruben song interesting because that's my favorite ruben song what would i mean i like it what i oh, what no, you can't back for everyone now <laughs> <laughs> what bugs me honestly actually it's only one section and and i actually have a version in my itunes where i cut it out interesting <laughs> because i and i re-tagged it as the main one and i have like a, <laughs> i have like a b-sides folder with the original in it just in case i ever want to remind myself why i edited it it's the breakdown where they repeat the line about uh being dressed like a victorian at a swimming pool just drives me crazy is there any particular reason or is it just personal it's just, taste? It's like, you know how Frank Turner can be kind of too wordy and pretentious for his own good? Occasionally, yes. Yeah, I'll and like that. put too many syllables in a song. Yeah. That, that pre-chorus <laughs> is the epitome of the things I don't like about Frank Turner. That's fair. That's and fair. it sat right there in the middle of a very good Ruben album. Yeah, it's probably their best album, um, if I'm going to look at them mm. objectively. Does that mean we got a hot scoop that Bing doesn't like Victorians? <laughs> that, that's my hot take. Can't stand Victorians. Well, that's, that's a clickbait title if we ever needed one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm sure that you and I could have waxed lyrical about Ruben for an entire episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, I discovered recently Brittany. Brittany are very good if you're looking for new metal. Interesting. Oh, not new metal, not like new, new but like <laughs> metal that's recent. Current metal. <laughs> when you said Britney, I went to Britney Spears. Yeah, like, so did I. Sad, yeah. No, like, all Britney. Cats, Britney. <laughs> I discovered them actually through Jamie Lemon because they were on a uh, collaborative compilation that, that, that a bunch of people, him, 
uh, them, uh, I think Ghost of a Thousand are on it, Venarts awesome. on it. Uh, they put together this this like charity compilation for their friend who got cancer. It's okay. on Bandcamp. You can find it. There's yeah. some good recommendations there. Thank you very much. Britney's fantastic. So uh, to save Craig listening to a whole episode about Ruben and whatnot, are there <laughs> are there any other upcoming artists that have grabbed your attention? Um, I know you mentioned uh, your friend's band in New York, um, but is there anyone else that... Um... Oh, yeah. Shout out to them. Uh, they're called Dear Ears. If Dear you Ears. like three-part harmony and folk and cute ladies singing, hmm. uh, that's their whole shtick. And they're, they're working on an album that they successfully kick-started earlier in the year, I believe. Awesome. Um, good. Um, who else? God, uh, Janelle Monae's got a new album coming out. I mean, she's not up and coming by any definition. She's already come, mm. um, but she's great. Um, goodness, I just so much. What was the I've last song a... you've listened to? Most recently, the theme tune to BoJack Horseman by okay. Patrick Carney. <laughs> That's not your lovemaking song or anything like that, is it? <laughs> No, but now I'm picturing it. Okay. Yeah, that's that's and it works. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> don't say we don't educate anyone on this thing. Uh, so you've been on YouTube for a very, very long time, much longer than us. Uh, very long, far too long. It feels like a platform, and uh, the social media in general is more volatile and in flux than ever. Um, would you agree with this? Yeah, I mean, it depends where you're looking. Like YouTube, absolutely. Like it's never been more. Um, weird and toxic and difficult and it's at such a scale in terms of users at the moment that the you know like with any system it starts kind of really clearly dividing if you're not careful into mm. the the haves and the have-nots and there really is this this kind of culture of of um it's very like there are the yeah the Jetsons in the sky and the Flintstones on the ground <laughs> yeah. and there's nothing in between you know um and that's like I I teach this stuff and I've been involved in it in a long time I know enough to know that it's not necessarily anyone's fault there are decisions that the product team makes obviously and there are decisions that individual creators make to like make certain types of content or promote themselves in certain ways but there's so much more like chaos and fluidity in in between those two things that that culminates in this effect it's not really any any single entity's fault that it is this way it mm. just it's like a, you have to look at it like a like an ecosystem like a natural system that is growing and causing problems no one saw coming and do you think it's gonna sort itself out or do you think that this could could potentially be the end of youtube at least as we know it in the form that it is now i think google were fine and i think youtube in some uh sense you know the brand will continue yeah. on regardless because they're all smart people and they have a lot of money invested and they're not gonna you know change it i think they have to have some very serious um they are already i know for a fact having very serious conversations ongoing conversations and have been for maybe a year about the ultimate direction of the platform mm -hmm. um <clears throat> and we may see a very drastic change or several very drastic changes the thing that um i've n i've always been kind of i've always 
edged away from being like a doomsdayer or a, a naysayer, you know, because because I I like I understand the the mammoth amount of work that goes into it all, of course, just to make it work the way it does, and I don't begrudge them it really. I try not to. I try to be grateful, you know. But mm. I think it's hard at this stage, given the two or three huge, massive hits that they have had to their just their image of in course. general over the last year. It's hard to see them fully recovering without without doing making some serious changes. No, that that makes sense. We had the what we had the, uh, the extremist videos last year. We had, uh, you know, which then kind of shifted and and became kind of part and parcel with the apocalypse thing, mm. and these people becoming these kind of isolated creators like PewDiePie, becoming, um, kind of icons for this much bigger issue, and then Logan Paul goes and steps in it. Oh, oh boy. Yeah with his Ugh. adventures in Japan and, you know, becomes the poster child for YouTube, at least for a month or so. And it's, that's bad for business. Well, in some instances, it's uh, not helping them as well because, like, the YouTube kids thing, people, because of the algorithms, they watch mm. one uh, video of Peppa Pig and then three videos later, they're being shown how meat's made, you know. <laughs> And yeah, absolutely. Like, you just what is going on with the world? Yeah, there's the there's and the, the you know the more recent um, development with with them coming under scrutiny for potentially uh, infringing on children's uh, privacy, that mm. kind of thing is is a serious blow and actually can lead to to real um, real kind of legal problems for them well, going yeah. forward, particularly when it comes to like uh, regulation. That's like the the thing that YouTube is most scared of in the whole universe <laughs> is is regulation. I can believe they it. Do not because the game is over then. Yeah. At least the game is the game that we know and the game that they have enjoyed for however long. They are it fundamentally changes it if if Western governments particularly just like step in and say nope. You are regulated now. You are part of the same industry as television, and you're going to follow the same rules. But then there's just like, we we did what you said about the music thing. We're giving you money. Like, just just leave us oh, alone. Yeah. You know, we, yeah, we've exactly. adapted. But all of those things, the content ID system, all a lot of the big product changes that they make, not many people think about it, but a lot of them are like ways of staving off that event, inevitable apocalypse. The content ID system only exists because they were sick of getting sued by people like Viacom. And it could so be a lot better as thing. well. It could be a lot better. Yeah. It could be a lot better, but they made it like it's a it's a technological marvel that they made it at all and that it works in the way that it does. But they only made it because it's a way of getting people off their backs. It's a way of um, delaying that inevitable date when real like codified regulation has to come in. Hmm. I like your approach of positivity. More people should be like that. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I I can't complain. I pretty much everything I do, my day job, my freelance work, voice acting, traveling around the world, almost everything I do is in at least indirectly due to YouTube. You know, yeah. spun out of what I do on YouTube or did on YouTube and so I've done pretty well. I could have done better. 
I could be doing better, but I've done hella well. Hella well is as good as as good as I hope to ever be. So, exactly. yeah. So, um, just wrapping this up, I know you have a stream coming up. So, um, as we said at the start of the show, you're a creator, a musician, a lecturer, a marketer, and with PBFB, a part-time time traveler. So, with all that yes. in mind, what are your plans for the rest of 2018 and beyond? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so... <laughs> well, so... Um, I'm working on an album right now. It's going pretty slowly, but we are making progress. Is it I'd rap, like country, to... R&B? It's like electronic kind of mish... I, call it, I just kind of put it under the very broad label of electronica. You make what you like. There you go. Genres don't define you. Yeah. Um, I'm working on that. I'm hoping to have it kind of finished by the end of the year, maybe early 2019. Um, I've been getting into Twitch lately, so I want to really kind of grow that and, and try, you know, try my best to kind of make use of this new, this, well, new to me kind of tool that, that is that is really really interesting right now and seeing a big kind of like live streaming is just seeing this huge resurgence and mm. partly because of twitch and amazon and i want to see where that goes um and i also have speaking of time travel and i want <laughs> i'm not gonna let on too much but i have a little a little something for next year that's um on the sitting on the stove delorean confirmed bubbling away delorean potential sighting okay so you're going to be in ready player two that's good to know <laughs> yes i'm going to be in ready <laughs> i'm going to be in ready player two <laughs> can, yes can confirm they replaced the main guy cool. <laughs> you are the delorean um, i am the delorean i'm the voice of the delorean delorean main guy <laughs> yes um yeah i'm just doing a bunch i'm i'm just kind of getting on with things and making stuff i want to make a couple more sketches before the year's out as well they take time and money but um and they don't you know they don't pay off fiscally anyway Mm. but i really enjoy making them so i'm going to try and do a few more of those um damn yeah just just lots of stuff just making stuff getting better i'm learning piano oh cool yeah are you um what what's your songs are you interested in learning like are you into for the classics or do you want to play like current songs on the piano and be like hey guys look what i can do i want to be able to know all the chords and press the chords quick okay and be able to say like oh this is a c c you'll get there <laughs> i can believe, i can believe you already <laughs> and here's a uh b seven sustained yeah that, that sounds right a, to me. His, and I'm going to add the ninth. I want to be able to say all those things and actually do it in real time and not have to like sit down and think about it and press some buttons on my screen. Do you do that thing where you play a song and then you get a note wrong and go, damn it, and then just have to start all over again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone does. I think everyone, that's, that's a very, like, ah. Uh, I don't know. I'm not obsessive. I don't like you'll hear you hear that if you've listened to any of my music. I'm not I'm not about making it perfect. 
Um, You're more of a that would do guy. I just want to get, get better at like I want to get better at composition. I, mm. I did a, last year. I did an online course and um, music theory to kind of refresh my memory and just yeah. Like at the same time as I'm making stuff, I'm also trying to learn new stuff. That's the way to go. Uh, I had a keyboard once, and uh, once I learned how to play Cars by Gary Newman, I realized I'd done everything I needed to do with a keyboard. <laughs> oh, and yeah, that's the put, only song put it you away. need. <laughs> the old GN. Exactly. <sighs> Gaza. <laughs> See, that's what I thought they meant by new metal, was that it was just heavy Gary Newman. <laughs> oh, that's a Google search that's happening. <laughs> Anyway, uh, last question that we ask all our guests. Uh, we yeah. are Upside Down Shark. So with that in mind, what is your favorite shark? Oh, you're really testing my knowledge of sharks. <laughs> let's, first off, let's list how many I know exist. Okay. There's the, the basic shark. Okay. That's Just... shark, <laughs> shark vanilla. Yep. Shark one. Um, then you've got shark two. That's the smaller one. Okay. You've got hammerhead yeah that's a popular choice you've got whale shark are they sharks uh i would have to do a google search but it sounds like you just made that up <laughs> that's a thing it is yeah a that's thing. a thing craig i can't remember if it's more whale or shark uh, uh is there any others you know sharkilo um, neil sharkilo that's the worst is there like a leopard one like a spotted one i think yeah i think there's yeah. that there's bruce from finding nemo Damn, that was gonna be my joke <laughs> There's a uh, mm, there's the guy from Shark's Tale. Oh, it's Will Smith, yeah. isn't it? Uh, you well, could, he's the fish. You could have a oh yeah, Chris, he's a little fish boy. Chris with Jericho from Sharknado. Yes. Well, um. Hmm. Hang on. <laughs> Just real real time Google search, people. I'm gonna go with the. Top half prosthetic animatronic shark from Jaws. Okay. That is a very That's, specific but very good shark. That is not a yes. very good shark. That film does not hold up well. No, but <laughs> I saw him recently in a museum. Oh, okay. And he was real nice to me, didn't attack or anything. He, he, he protect. Nice handshake and, you know, just let you in. Yeah, your day. we were buds. So, um,. I'm feeling not, I'm feeling good about him. He's probably the shark I've had the most interaction with in the world, so he's probably my closest shark friend. <laughs> okay. Well, there you have it, Mr. Yeah. Christopher Binger. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> Likes Jaws, hates Victorians. Hates Victoria. You hear it, heard it here first, folks. Hate Victorians. Can't stand them. Do a lot of time traveling. Can't stand those darn Victorians. They smell bad. Uh, I don't want to get dysentery. I've never been near one. They've all got dysentery. They all, <laughs> every single one, <laughs> every single one. They, they, all their fashion is either outrageously out of date or, <laughs> or a little too early on the trend, depending on where you are in the timeline. Well, yep. I, that I can't argue with anything you just said. Uh huh. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, <laughs> enjoy the rest of 2018. Good luck with the album. And, Thank uh, you. You too, guys. Uh, hope to speak again soon. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Cool. Have a good one. Yes.
Yes. <laughs> oh, 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 he's, he's bringing it. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs>